About six weeks ago, Premier Jason Kenney paid a visit to Athabasca and uh, wrote the latest chapter in the ongoing struggle over the future of Athabasca University. Uh, a, town hall me- a town hall meeting was held to discuss the situation, and Kenney told those in attendance that he'd give the university a deadline of June 30th to come up with a plan to bring more university staff into the community and to keep them there. Now, the president of the university, Peter Scott, says um, he's been blindsided by all of this. He's not at all in agreement with what the government says should be done with Athabasca University. Now, we did invite him to join us on the show this morning. He sent us a statement that says the university's position remains as it has been previously reported, so he declined the request, okay? Uh, But Advanced Education Minister Dimitrios Nicolaitis did agree to come on the show and at least give us the government position on this situation. And, uh, Minister, I appreciate you agreeing to do that. Thanks for joining us today. Of course. Always happy to be on, Shay. Now, uh, the heart of the matter here, I guess, if we boil it right down, is whether or not or how many staff and faculty employed by Athabasca University actually live in Athabasca, right? That's the discussion at hand. Uh, well, that, that, that's part of it. I think the, the real heart uh, of this conversation is, you know, what, what is the role of, of Athabasca University? And, of course, the, the university exists in the town of Athabasca for a reason. That was a decision of uh, former governments in, in 19, uh, back in the 1970s and 80s to place the university in Athabasca to build offices and facilities uh, so that the institution can be based there. And we uh, simply want to ensure that uh, that mission and that vision continues on. But, I mean, to be fair, the entire inception, the, the plan that Peter Lougheed had was, one, to develop a university, and two, that university would be an economic driver for whatever region it ended up in. I mean, that's part of the reason for this university existing, according to the government. Yeah, precisely. The, the, the university has, um, uh, you know, at its inception, had, had two fundamental objectives and purposes. Number one was to ensure that any Albertan and, and subsequently Canadian who is not able to physically go to a post-secondary campus for whatever reason and receive a university degree would be able to do that through Athabasca's distance delivery model. You know, that was objective yeah, number yeah. one. And second objective uh, was to uh, bring... Uh, jobs and and economic opportunity to uh, communities in in rural Alberta. Um, So June 30th is a deadline that's been given to the school to come up with a plan to um, bring and retain faculty and staff in Athabasca. What are you looking for? Like what sort of guidelines has the school been given? How much is there a percentage they have to meet? What does that demand or the requirement look like? Yeah, no, I haven't given, uh, you know, specific uh, percentages or mentioned specific positions. Uh, I believe that that's, you know, that's best left up to the university itself uh, and their board of governors and their administrative team to have a look at their operations and determine uh, what that looks like. And that's why we've asked for a detailed report on June 30th to give us those details. I think it's government's responsibility to set a clear direction and then for the institutions to uh, operationalize and implement that. And so what I'm looking for specifically on June 30th is a clear plan with timelines, um, you know, numbers of positions, and an, an overall broad plan that indicates um, how the university will 
uh, move uh, administrative um, and executive functions to the town. Again, what timeline that looks like. And as well, as I've mentioned in, in my note to the university, um, if they need any um, assistance and help from government in order to achieve those goals. Of course, we're, we're ready, willing and able to support the university in any way that we need to, to help them achieve the goals that we've outlined. Now, the president of the university, Peter Scott, uh, as I say, he, his statement comes from previous reporting, so I'm just echoing what he said previously, uh, largely to Globe and Mail. Um, he, he had the exact opposite plan to try and make it more of a virtual, not only for students, but for faculty and for professors as well. And the reason, he says, is to attract the best and the brightest. I mean, he's running the school. He wants to be able to attract people um, who may not want to live in Athabasca. And, you know, you can understand why some of these professors may not want to relocate or whatever the case may be. And he says in order to run the best school he can run, this doesn't make any sense. And the plan he had in place was the exact opposite. It was actually more virtual. I mean, I can be sympathetic to what he's saying in terms of we want to run the best school that we can, and we can't do that if they have to move to Athabasca. Uh, well, I don't know if I agree with that with that premise because uh, you know, for the last fifty years, uh, give or take, the uh, Athabasca University has excelled and and, and uh, positioned itself as Canada's online university. They created Canada's first online MBA twenty years ago. Uh, they've given tens of thousands of Albertans and Canadians access to post-secondary education that wouldn't have been able to access post-secondary education otherwise, and they've done it all from a base of operations in Athabasca. So all we're saying is continue doing what you've been doing successfully over the past several decades. But there's always been a huge virtual component to that school. I mean, throughout its entire existence, as you mentioned, I mean, especially over the last 10, 15, 20 years, just a fraction of the actual staff has been on site. Do you want more than, um, you know, I think it peaked, what, 10, 15 years ago, something like that. Like, that's what I'm saying. What's the standard that needs to be met here? Well, again, and I think that, that's, uh, that those are the details that the university needs to provide to us to, to let us know what what does look realistic, uh, you know, and, and I didn't say in my letter that every single staff person should be based in Athabasca. I've said that, you know, executive and senior administrative functions should be based there. But as it relates to, to broader faculty, to broader staff, I think that's up to the university to, again, give us the plan, give us the details, uh, what's what's possible, what's not, what does that look like, um, and uh, so that we can work together. I, I think it's very important. Like, I really do believe that, Athabasca University can continue to excel as Canada's online university, continue to offer programming to so many Albertans and Canadians with a base of operations in Athabasca. I I don't think that uh, it's impossible to do that. In his statement to us, uh, President Scott said uh, he's focused on working with the ministry to meet their requests. What's going on on that front? Um, Are there discussions underway? Are you going to, what does that look like with the deadline in place? What's the process between now and June 30th? Yeah, well, I've had uh, so uh, I've had several conversations um, with the chair of the board of governors. Of course, the government of Alberta appoints the chair of the board of all of our post-secondary institutions and the majority of board members, and uh, provides direction uh, to uh, to the board. And so I've done that and have had several conversations with the chair of the board of governors and other members of the board to provide additional clarity. Uh, to talk about some additional nuances, and um, uh, and I'm I'm uh, again I've always always uh, reassured and offered my continued support and assistance to the board in any way, shape, or form to help it achieve 
those goals and to uh, deliver a fulsome report to government on June 30th. You mentioned the board. Uh, To be fair, I think the premier, the way he spoke at the town hall meeting, from what I understand, um, was a little more... um, I don't know what the word is, maybe confrontational, talking about giving more power to the municipality when it comes to the board that you're speaking about. Um, things like that, like he he seemed to make it very, very clear that it's this has to be done. Um, you know, when you talk about that board, how much control do they really have? And can you change the makeup of that board so that it, it falls more to the municipality? Yeah, so, um, you know, the, the, the board... Uh, the, the board has the, the the complete power at the end of the day to uh, I mean the, the board hires uh, one employee which is the president of the institution. Uh, the government of Alberta appoints the board chair and appoints the majority of board members. Um, and you know I think to, to the premier's point that you raise, I mean this this is a very clear uh, directive to the institution about our expectations. Um, and in terms of representation from the town, you know, there's, it, it's not written in any legislation or regulation, but for many of our institutions, not just Athabasca, but a lot of our colleges that operate campuses in different communities, there's always this um, implied um, uh, uh, mission that there will be representatives on the board from those different communities that a college serves, or in this case, people from the town of Athabasca. And uh, so all we're doing, uh, what, what, one of the other pieces that we'll be doing is making some regulatory changes to indicate that uh, two to three positions should be set aside for people from uh, representatives from the community. And that's not new. As I mentioned, again, there's always been uh, folks from the community on the board. The, the same practice occurs with our colleges as when they have campuses in other communities. There's usually representatives from those communities on the board to ensure there's broad representation. Minister, unfortunately, we're out of time, but thank you so much for joining us today. I do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All the best. That is Dimitrios Nicolaitis, who is Advanced Education Minister for the province of Alberta. And again, we did extend the invitation to Peter Scott, the Athabasca University president, to come on and and give his side of the story. And uh, he politely declined. But um, I think we sort of present basically what this boils down to is he says, I want to run the best school that I can. I want to attract the best and the brightest talent. Uh, And in order to do that, we need to move to a more virtual environment for this faculty. And the province is saying, no, part of the reason that this university exists is to provide education and um, to make sure that we have an economic driver for the region. I mean, that's stated. So it's those two competing purposes that seem to have come to a point now where June 30th is the deadline to come up with a plan to please both masters there. And we'll keep you updated.